I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The game is over. And we are headed to overtime. On 95.7, the game. Oh, baby! Let's go! Overtime is on the air on 95.7 The Game as there's just three and a half minutes left in Philadelphia and the 49ers are cruising to their most impressive win of the season. 42 to 19 is the score right now. Philly might get another score to, to just make this look a little bit better for Philadelphia. It don't matter, Mark. It's it over. Matter, Sterling. It's over. 42 to 19 is the score at the moment. A dominant, dominant win for the 49ers. It did not begin in the greatest Ooh. way. It was 6 nothing Philadelphia. A scared. After both teams had two drives, the Niners had negative six yards, <laughs> and the Eagles had two scoring drives, but the Niners' defense held them the field goals both times. And since then, Sterling, the Niners' offense, six drives, six touchdowns and they lead 42 to 19 the final three minutes coming off the clock right now the eagles are approaching the red zone they might get another score here but again sterling it does not matter after the first quarter the 49ers dominated the team with the best record in the nfl 42 points for this niners offense mark can we sing die eagles die on the road to defeat die eagles die Cry! Eagles cry! Mark! <laughs> number one seed! Oh, they want to talk! Oh, everything that happened last year, Brock, if, if Brock Purdy played, the same thing would have happened. Nah, nah! San Francisco coming into the house that was so feared and so scared, putting up 42 points against what's supposed to be Jalen Hurts and the MVP. He did nothing today. 19 points offensively currently. This Niners team came in 10 days off. Took it to Seattle on Thanksgiving. Ten days later, take it to Philadelphia at the link. Ooh, Mark, I am scared of nobody. Let me spell it out for you. N-O-B-O-D-Y. Nobody, Mark. San Francisco, there are levels to these things. They can hang with anybody. Not everybody can hang with them. And uh, D'Almeida Lenore might have just put the exclamation point on this. Bang! As the Eagles are trying to just get a, a score to make this <laughs> final score look a little bit better. DeAndre Swift, the running back for the Eagles, comes running across the middle. And D'Almeida Lenore just steps up and absolutely levels him. And that's been 
fitting. The 49ers, the more physical team in this game. Uh, it was uh, the edge to the Eagles in the trenches early in that first quarter, but ever since that first quarter ended, the 49ers dominated this game in every single phase. Brock Purdy, if you're watching on Fox, you can see him at the moment. He was nearly perfect in this game, did not turn the ball over. MVP. MVP. Debo Samuel, MVP. three touchdowns. And, of course, I mean, <laughs> Debo Samuel was the most popular guy in the Eagles oh, locker great. room all this week because of things that he said after the NFC Championship game loss last week. And, by the way, a sack for the 49ers. Kalia Davis, first ever game in the pros, getting the sack. Anybody's eating today, John. I'm eating. You're eating. Mark's eating. Everybody's eating today. The Eagles cannot hang. Kalia Davis getting sacks, Mark. Man. Oh, man. 42 to 19. The Eagles have a fourth and 12. If they don't get it here, that'll be the final score. Uh, but the Niners have put up 42 points now Woo! against the two top teams in the <laughs> NFC East, both the Cowboys and now the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. An incredible game for the 49ers. Just fly, Mark. They can't. The wings got clipped today. They got clipped. You remember the conversation? Why the hell are the Niners favored in this game? <laughs> Why are the Eagles favored? And by the Only way, Only by three. <laughs> fourth, down, fourth down play incomplete in the back of the end zone. So it'll be a turnover on downs. You got a two-minute warning, a couple of the Eagles timeouts. They might not even use them because nope. they're down by 23 points. This game is officially over. The 49ers hand the Eagles their second loss of the season. They go down 6 nothing early. From that moment on, Sterling, they outscore the Philadelphia Eagles 42-13. to And guess who's coming in the game? Sam Darnold, baby! Sam Darnold, let's go. Fight on. Shout out, Lucas. Man, can you believe this? Honestly, if you'd have told me San Francisco favored by three points coming into this game would win... By what is it? I can't do math here. Is that 23 points? 23 points. 23 points, John. That's a lot. That's almost as much as the Broncos scored today. It's a lot. It's insane. What, what this team can that was do. That unnecessary, Sean. I, John, I love you. I'm sorry for your loss today. I apologize. Just catching strays over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm too excited, John. I'm hyped up. This team is one game away from the number one seed in the NFC. Talk about they lost three games in a row. Who was Brock Purdy? Have you seen the defense? Steve Volks can't coach. They were talks of firing this man. We were a part of those, Mark. It was like, what's going on with the defense? They called the zero blitz against Minnesota. Now we're sitting here saying die, Eagles, die on the radio. Boat racing them 42 to 19 on the road with two minutes left. One game away from the NFC number one seed. All I'm saying here now, Mark, is that uh, everybody should be scared of the San Francisco 49ers. If they already weren't, they're shaking. They're, ooh, ooh, Niners are getting hot and we're feeling good. All right, so let's let's recap this game and, and how it all went down. All right, so we know the 49ers, the final score, just a couple minutes away from it, is going to be 42 to 19. Uh, but it was it was a rough beginning. <laughs> I got scared. So I was shivering in my boots. I was like, "What's going on over here?" The Forty Niners won the toss, and that ultimately paid dividends later. We'll get to that in a little bit. But the Eagles uh, get the ball first because the Niners deferred for the second half kickoff, and the Eagles just drive right down the field. They convert a third and nine to AJ Brown, a slant on Mooney Ward. AJ Brown catches it for the first down, runs for thirty eight yards. Um, then there was another slant, Quez Watkins against Mooney Ward. They later get a third and six. They convert on a screen to their backup running back, Kenneth Gainwell. Then a third and seven, they go to the end zone to A.J. Brown against Mooney Ward, who had kind of been picked on on that first yeah. drive. And Mooney Ward makes a nice play to knock it away. They get a field goal, 3 nothing. Niners go three and out. Incomplete pass, a sack, incomplete pass. 
Eagles get the ball right back. They convert two more third downs. They get all the way into scoring range again. You're feeling like they might get into the end zone to make this a two-score game. While the Niners haven't had an offensive positive play yet, <laughs> right? The, the D stiffens though in the uh, in the red zone once again. They force a field goal, six nothing. You think, all right, offense, that's all right. Just go down, get a drive, get a touchdown, take the lead. You're all right. What do they do? They go backwards again. Don't even get a positive yard on their second drive. Through two drives, Sterling. Negative six yards of offense. But the, the defense goes back out on the field. They get a stop, get the ball right back. And that's when the Niners' offense starts kicking into high gear. They had a big third down conversion on that drive. They ultimately get into the end zone for the San Francisco 49ers, and they take a lead. And from that moment on, they never looked back. They were dominant the rest of the game. But it was a tough start. I think, though, you got to credit the defense for those two stops in the red zone yeah. for really keeping Massive. this team in the game early. Ten days off, you expect a low period. It felt like, okay, this NFL team, they haven't played in a while, East Coast game. There's going to be this just wait till they explode moment. And let me tell you, this offense, what, six straight scoring drives? The defense was perfect today. 19 points, early a little shaky. If you'd have told me this defense with Ambry Thomas and, and Lenore, Isaiah Oliver was getting safety snaps in this game, and I was sitting there like, no, 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 don't want that. <laughs> Take him off the field, please. Jordan Mason's getting snaps now. Clee Davis is getting sacks in this game. What this defense was able to do, bend and not break when it mattered most to keep this offense and give this offense a chance only for San Francisco's offense to awake like the Giants they are, come out and just <laughs> over the entire Eagles defense and pluck their feathers this Niners team 42 points dare I say were the Eagles exposed today Mark were they exposed expose him that's what it was like the Eagles got exposed today now look I'm not I'm not reacting that strong I'm not calling them frauds talk about the schedule that they've had they go to stuff they go to Kansas City they win they come home a week ago to Buffalo, they win in overtime where their defense plays 95 snaps. Now they take on maybe the most physical team in the NFL yeah, good point. with the rest advantage. Yeah, whatever. I mean, I didn't expect it to be a 23-point game, but I expect the exactly. Denver's to win. That's what I'm saying. They, they won by 7, then 5, then 4, then 3. We're talking a one-point game. Everyone's saying just go out there and get the win. Escape with the win. Take it to Philadelphia. All you have to do was win by one game. Or one point, excuse me, and they're winning by 23. Oh, incredibly impressive. By far. Most teams can't even score 23 in a game. Most impressive win of the NFL season, not just for the Niners, but for any team. In every NFC team that you put maybe in the category of they could be close to San Francisco, they could be in the Super Bowl contender uh, tier of the NFC, they've now beat Philadelphia Scoring 42 points. Game 20 seconds away from being officially over. San Francisco going to win 42 to 19. Get Nick Sirianni off my TV. He a front runner. Go. Who are you going to showboat to now, Nick? You can't do it to your fans. They were booing you at halftime when you were getting your butt shoved in. It was how about, over. How about that? I mean, only in Philadelphia, Good. right? Good. Only in Philadelphia. Your team is 10 and 1. They just coming off of maybe arguably the two most impressive wins, like consecutive wins in the NFL. Yeah. You go to Kansas City, you win. Nick Sirianni letting the Chiefs fans here, which I know Eagles fans loved in that moment. And then you come home and you get a come from behind victory against, despite their record, a very good Buffalo team. Josh Allen played a great game in that game. Uh, but Jalen Hurts a little bit better and they win in overtime in that one. And then you're down at halftime. I know it wasn't always pretty, but you were only down, what, 14 to 6 at halftime? <laughs> and you're booing your 10 and 1 team off the Field? Good, good. 
Because oh my God. they didn't show up in the second quarter at all. San Francisco smelt blood. Go out there, make it 14-6, go into halftime thinking, guys, look, we have a chance to put this thing, not away, but pretty far out early in this one. Go out there, first drive, like it was smooth as butter, mm. cut through that Eagles defense. Jalen Carter's out there crying, Coach, I can't make a tackle. Coach, I can't stop him on third down. And you got boat race 42-19, Mark. I'm pumped. It was like, dominant. There is, there is no reason as to why you should put any team. And I get it's one game, a long way to go still. We ain't even to the playoffs yet. I don't want to hear another team considered next to San Francisco. All we heard of, you got to go to Philadelphia. It's so tough to win there. Ain't no team other than us putting up 42 points at the link. <laughs> I'm it, pumped, Mark. I'm sorry. It was, it was, pumped. It was dominant. <laughs> and we want to hear from you guys all night long. We got a ton to get to here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. It's Mark Randy and Sterling Bennett with you. John Lucan behind I'm the glass. over here. Making us sound good. <laughs> We want to hear from you. Give us a call. 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast Business text line. We're keeping an eye on that as always. Also, I have both Twitch and YouTube up and open. I am keeping an eye on your comments. Keep them coming. Uh, on the YouTube chat, Nicholas, I see you. D. Lou, the boss, I see you. Happy, I see you. Mr. Boxing, Luis, Grunge91, Count Club Cheese. You're all over the place. Jay, Jay, I see you as well. Keep the comments coming. We want to get to you all evening long here on 95.7 The Game. Uh, again, the final score, it is official. Sam Darnold has killed the rest of the clock. 42-19 to 19 is the final score. The 49ers dominate the Philadelphia Eagles on the road in Philly in the link, and they get a nice bit of revenge after the NFC Championship game loss a season ago. we got a lot to talk about with the defense. Sterling, I know the secondary was incredible in this game. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about every angle of this game. How about the offense? After they get negative six yards, their first two <laughs> drives, six plays, negative six yards through two drives. Their next six drives, or really the rest of the game until this kneel out drive to end the game. They go touchdown, 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 touchdown. For those of you keeping score at home, that's six straight drives with the touchdown to get to the 42 points. Debo Samuel scored three of those touchdowns himself. Uh, he had two of them through the air from Brock Purdy, another one on the ground. Brock Purdy threw four touchdowns, those two to Debo, also one to Ayuk, and another to Juwan Jennings. The Juwan Jennings one really iced the game late. McCaffrey had 93 yards on the ground and also a touchdown. I already mentioned the Debo Samuel touchdown on the ground. The 49ers offense was clicking on all cylinders the final three quarters after arguably their worst offensive quarter in of the season yeah negative six yards in their first two <laughs> drives but sterling they literally and i don't use this word lightly they literally could not have been better the offense in the final three quarters san francisco had as many touchdowns as the eagles had points in the entire first half what san francisco <laughs> did today was complete and utter dominance well, three quarters, three and a half quarters against what was supposed to be the best team in the entire league. Like, when we talk about there's levels to these things, there are levels to this thing. San Francisco came in into one of the toughest places to play, and dare I say, the past two weeks going to Lumen Field in Seattle, the Lincoln Philadelphia, taking it in the bird gauntlet on Thanksgiving. Now, this <laughs> Sunday against the Eagles, the two toughest places to play. 
They came in and quieted that crowd. Philadelphia wasn't making noise until Dre Greenlaw was pushing security guards in the face. And what happened after that? San Francisco answered on offense and quieted those guys and, and gals down again. All the You go to the link. Bontane Shasky always talking about how bad Eagle fans are and how crazy they are and how just ruthless they, they are. They booed their 10-1 team <laughs> up the field at halftime when they were only down eight. People say, that, that's the Eagles' way. They were down happy. eight. And they booed them off the field at half. You want to know why? You want to know why? What the hell is that? Philadelphia escaped last year against us. They can talk, oh, the game would have been the same had Brock Purdy been healthy. We saw today, and I get it, a little bit different. We never teams, know how it would have played out. But I'll tell you now. It would have been different. This, we don't know how it would have changed, but it would have been different. If it wasn't 42 to 19, it sure would have been a hell of a lot closer than it was last year. Whether San Francisco won or lost, they knew we cannot give San Francisco an inkling of hope. They don't score on two of their first offensive drives. San Francisco's defense holds up. Mooney Ward, man coverage against A.J. Brown, locking him down. I had a big game uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, 114 yards, eight catches. But Jalen Hurts, 298 yards on 45 passing attempts. Brock Purdy, only 27 attempts, 314 yards and four touchdowns. What this Niners team did. To go on the road twice, back-to-back weeks, take it to the ruthless Philadelphia Eagles crowd. Uh, this is what you look at and you say, that's what makes a championship-level team. I don't know any other team. Dallas couldn't do this. The Bills couldn't do this. You talk about front runners. San Francisco is anything but a front runner. They are for real, and every team should fear the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, they've been incredible against the the really good teams on their schedule. And you just look at some of the things that they've done. Uh, some of the best records in the NFL. Dallas Cowboys, 42-10. to 10. You go into Jacksonville when they're coming off of a dominant win, and you absolutely blow, blow the doors off of them. Eagles, the best record in the NFL, and it's not particularly close. You go into their building, a place that is kind of a house of horrors, not just for you, but kind of for everyone in the NFL, and you beat them 42-19. to 19. The 49ers are stacking up not just wins, but incredibly impressive dominant wins against really good teams, and this one, I think... You know, takes the cake. This one was incredible. 42 to 19. And again, after, relatively speaking, a, a pretty abysmal first quarter. Yeah. You played a terrible first quarter and you still <laughs> won by 23 points. The like, way that, that, is, that doesn't happen in the NFL. <laughs> the Eagles had a chance to put San Francisco on their heels, had a chance to put them down 14 0. That's why the defensive stand exactly. in those first quarters, holding them to two field goals, now, it saved the game. It saved the game. They caught a break. Jalen Hurts falls down, gets a sack, maybe puts the Eagles out of the touchdown range or, or moves them further back into field goal range. And sometimes it takes some breaks. How many breaks have we seen Philadelphia get the past three or four games? It feels like the whole season, they've been <laughs> so close to losing, but something goes their way. In this game, early it felt like everything was going Philadelphia's way. Niners catch a break here now. Even later in the game, Drake Greenlaw's out there pu- pushing security guards and, and throwing over <laughs> yeah, we'll Devontae Smith. Like <laughs> It felt like there was a tipping point where the Eagles could have come back in the game and maybe stolen another win. But San Francisco calmed themselves down, refocused themselves, and took it right back to them. San Francisco was aggressive. Everyone was talking about score one touchdown and run the ball. Be timid. Don't go out there and be conservative. 
They were aggressive from the jump. Kyle Shanahan, Brock Purdy, the offense, had the killer instinct today. They wanted to prove to Philadelphia and their fans that, <laughs> I'm sorry, you think you can hang with us? We are in a league of our own. Debo Samuel, three touchdowns today. He was Debo Dude. You could tell it was personal to him. Oh, he was calling James Bradbury trash. He wanted to prove it day in, day out. You see out, him wave, play wave goodbye out. to everyone in the link after his third touchdown? The, he was enjoying The that. relief. The just sigh of like, we got this. That feeling of just to sit back, kick your legs up and say, wow, we beat the best team, quote unquote, in the entire league by 23 points in their place. Yep. It's disrespectful. Early when the game started, they're walking through Philadelphia's defensive back warmups. I'm saying disrespect them on the field and off the field. San Francisco disrespected the Eagles on the field today, and I love that. All right, let's go to the phones here on Overtime. We're just getting started. Give us a call. We're here with you all evening long here on Overtime on 95.7 Game. It's Grandy and Sterling with you. The number to call, 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast Business text line. And again, as always, we're keeping an eye on both the Twitch and YouTube chats. So if you want to watch the show, uh, you can head over to YouTube and Twitch, twitch.tv slash 957thegame, youtube.com slash 957thegame. For now, though, let's go to the phones. It's Nick in Berkeley. Nick, you're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling. What would you think of that dominant Niners win today, Nick? Oh, man, throw a smackdown, man. Just like I said Friday, it was straight smackdown. Had the murder hornet defense flying around today, man. We came out, we came out setting the tone on the very first play and jarred, jarred the ball loose, man. And then, uh, like I said, man, we got knocked hurts out the game and we knocked him out the game. It was a little payback. You know what I'm saying? And then, and man, they are who we thought they were. You know what I mean? Debo, I mean, but man, Jennings with those two clutch catches on a couple yep. thirds down and Kittles opening up with those, with those long runs to really open it up. I mean, the way that we spread the ball around today and the cornerback play today, man, was just incredible. was just incredible, man. I haven't seen corner play like that in a long time from us, man. I'm so juiced right now. And we softened them up and exposed them for what they are. And hopefully the Cowboys come through and whoop them next week. Yeah, I hope so, Nick. Woo! Good call. Good call. And Heat. We got a rule today on overtime. If you're going to come on the phones, 888-957-9570, you got to bring the energy, yes. Sterling. You got to bring the energy today. You have to bring energy equal to the 49ers energy wow. in Philadelphia. Hard Someone to might do. get punched. Might, might be John. Hard to do, but you got to do it. Sorry, John. <laughs> if you don't know what Sterling's talking about, Ray Greenlaw got ejected uh, because he made contact with, so uh, with the chief security officer for the Philadelphia Eagles on the sideline. I've never seen a security officer get in between two players. Like, all right, Damon Green, relax. Like, just separate your guy off this to the side and call it a day. Ain't no reason to be grabbing my guy. Keep your guy away. We're good. Clean it up. But I will say this. The refs were not really a factor in the entire game besides that point. That was a big fear for many fans out there that, oh, we're going to Philadelphia. Gonna, refs are going to be on their side. The refs were kind of a non-factor today. Did you think they were good? Did you think that was ejectionable? That was worthy of an ejection from Dre Greenlaw? Because for me, and it was third quarter, Niners are beginning to pull away the Eagles on arguably the most important drive of the game. They need to go down and get a touchdown. They're across midfield, and you can kind of feel their offense getting a little bit of momentum. Uh, and there was already a play, a couple of plays prior to this one in question where. Jalen Hurts kind of got hit a little bit late. Could have been a late hit penalty. It wasn't called. That already riled up the Eagles fans and the Eagles sideline. And then a couple of plays later, a completion to Devontae Smith. Dre Greenlaw comes over and suplexes him out of bounds. Brock Lesnar him. Called for, you know, 
unnecessary roughness, 15-yard personal foul. And then, as a result, because of that late hit, and they're already on the Eagles' sideline, kind of a scrum ensues. And the the Eagles' chief security officer, i got to scroll down to find his name. I do have it written down here. Give me just one second. Scrub. What was his so name? I call him Scrub. Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? I lost it. The fact that this man is out there... Dom DeSandro. DeSandro. Dom Get DeSandro, the, the chief security officer, kind of gives Dre Green a little bit of a, a forearm push to kind of clear him out. Dre obviously doesn't like that. and Don't touch the player. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. 100% I'm with you. And Dre, as a result, doesn't punch him, doesn't slap him, but kind of <laughs> makes contact with his nose area. He gave him a little neck chop. A, a little bit. Kind of <laughs> like he just like, wiped his nose. Like It, it wasn't a bad, it, no. it wasn't a punch, it wasn't a slap, whatever. He made contact with a non-player on the Eagles sideline. It was after that non-Eagles player gave him kind of a forearm check to clear out some space. And they both get ejected as a result. Yeah. Uh, and you were thinking for a moment that might be a turning point. They ultimately go down and get a touchdown, but the Niners' offense was having none of it. They they immediately answered with a touchdown themselves. That was the uh, the Debo Samuel touchdown where he he just broke a tackle and ran for 48 yards for a touchdown. Um, I did not think that was worthy of an ejection. Maybe that's uh, just me. Mm. It was. Was it a dumb decision by Dre Greenlaw? Yes, yes. 100%. Should he have been ejected in a game like this? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those plays where you sit back and and you you point to maybe that's the turning point. Dre Greenlaw gets ejected. Philadelphia goes down, scores a touchdown, and has San Francisco not scored again, and Philadelphia gets a, uh, another score or, or gets a stop. And I believe on the next drive, Purdy almost threw a pick. And it was like, uh-oh, uh, let's not do that. Hmm. And it only took him five plays. Debo Samuel breaks a tackle 48 yards down the field for a touchdown. It felt like where every time Philadelphia had a chance to either not put San Francisco away, but put them on their heels or steal back momentum. They had an answer. San Francisco always had the answer for yep. him. And if you do that to this team... Imagine going into someone else's home, making them play defense the entire game. That's what San Francisco did. The Philadelphia offense only put up 19 points. 19. It's supposed to be MVP Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, and I get it. They ain't got Dallas Goddard, one of the best tight ends in the entire league. I get that. They're going to say, well, we didn't have a tight end. We, we weren't fully healthy. Hey, it don't matter. You lost, buddies. You lost. Try flying now, huh? Try flying now, because you can't. Shirley's having a great time here on oh, Overtime. I'm we not both- even, I haven't had one drink yet, and I'm still going crazy over here. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. All right, got to go back to the phone lines here on Overtime at 95.7 The Game. Again, we've got one rule for all you callers here on Overtime today. you got to bring as much energy as the Niners brought to Philadelphia, and that's a high bar to clear as they knock off the Eagles 42-19. to Up next is Manny on the Dumbarton Bridge. Manny, let us know how you're feeling after this dominant Niners win. What's up, Manny? Hey guys, I gotta bring something back from a couple of years ago. You ready? I'm ready. You got it better than us. Nobody. That's what I'm talking about. You know what? We had no competition from the get go. From the get go, I had no fear going into this game. All you haters, you know what? You can go and cry to your little eagle trophies and whatnot. This is what I was talking about. What would have happened in January if we had Brock? Four TDs, baby. 300 yards, baby. And you had no answer to it. You don't have nothing but that dream team. 
minus ninety as a Wawa. That's what you all is. You all are a bunch of front runner eagles, and you ain't got jack. Cause you don't want to get that immovable wall. Hey, thanks, Manny. Nandi Asimov. Throw back to Nandi Asimov. Hey, Niner legend. Former Niner. Former Raider. Oh. Of course, known for his days with the Eagles. Um, I like the energy from Manny. Love it. He passed yeah. the test. He passed the test for sure. Um, 42 to 19 was the final score for the 49ers. I thought we could talk a ton about Debo Samuel, he was incredible. Three touchdowns in this game, and, and you mentioned a little bit ago, every time the Niners needed an answer, a response, it, it felt like obviously the offense did it, but it was through Debo Samuel, that 48-yard touchdown run where he just ran straight through the tackle of Nicholas Morrow, who the 49ers took advantage of in the second half, time and time yeah. again. You think back to the drive before where the 49ers were on third down just across midfield, and... McCaffrey runs an option route where he could cut inside, decides to cut to the outside, and Purdy throws a perfectly lofted ball over the top of the defender. Yeah. That defender that McCaffrey beat, Nicholas Morrow, for like a 32-yard gain, sets up a touchdown a couple of plays later. And then on that next drive, after the Eagles touchdown, which came on the heels of the Dre Greenlaw ejection, it was the simple throw over the middle to Debo. Nicholas Moore, the linebacker in the area, tries to make a tackle and just bounces off of him. Not even close to bringing him down. Debo Samuel sends him flying and then just runs past everyone else. 48 yards for a touchdown. Debo Samuel was incredible in this game. You could tell that it was personal. But before the night's over, so we have to highlight some of the throws that Brock Purdy made. Because a lot of the touchdowns, I mean, it was like the one to Debo, where Debo did a lot of the work, right? But so many incredible third-down throws for Brock Purdy, where he moved the change with an incredible throw, timing to Ayuk on the out route, to Juwan Jennings on a big third down. That McCaffrey lofted over the top of the linebacker that I was talking about. For as as great as Debo was, George Kittle in the first half, he kind of willed the Niners to get going offensively he was the in spark that second quarter. Yep. He was the spark. Brock Purdy was incredible again tonight, though. 7-0 and against winning teams as a starter. The fact that we can Brock talk... Brock Purdy's career? Is yes. That, is that it? Exactly. Except for, I mean, does that not include playoffs, or does that include playoffs? Game know. that he finished, too? I'm not going to double-check the Fox Sports stats and just be like, <laughs> oh, that, that's not true, Aaron Andrews. All right, Chris Thompson, get out of there. You're lying to me again. <laughs> but what Brock Purdy was able to do, even on plays... Because early in this game, the pocket was not good. It felt like he was being pressured almost every single play again. They're down 6 nothing. Their first two drives, they had negative six yards and no first downs, able to pick things up on their third and fourth drive, get 173 yards and two touchdowns. That's in Philadelphia, started booing their own team prior to halftime. Classic. But this game felt like it's on the precipice of you, you might lose this thing. You could be down 14-0. You could be down 13 nothing. You have to find some life. What does San Francisco do? A pitch to CMC goes nowhere. Gets blown up. That was it, his first touch of the day. Which What are we way. doing, Kyle? I don't want to complain too much. It's 42 points for like, hey, uh, it works as we've seen almost every single game, especially in this one. 93 yards on the ground in this one. Why don't you give it to your best player more often? Just saying. Anyways. Burford fall starts, then, then Purdy finds on a two or, or second and 15, Ayuk for 12. The next play, that was their for first, first positive down. play of the game. It was their first, first down of the game with 12 minutes left in the second quarter. Then 
Then they find the rhythm, get in the red zone, Purdy scrambles, lowers his shoulders twice, and runs over two Eagles defenders. Be careful, Brock. That is the moment I knew I said, not this boy has heart, this man is going to fight. But I knew at this moment, when he ran through two Eagles defenders, I knew Brock is going to take this game over. He was making linebackers look like, I don't know, other quarterbacks. He was running through them. They didn't want none of Brock Purdy today. They did not. And that drive was... Maybe the most important drive for the 49ers. Again, you're down 6 nothing. After you have negative 6 yards on your first two drives, you mentioned the false start. You're down to a second and 15. The IU completion was the first positive gain of the day for the Niners. Came with 12.45 left in the second quarter. The first play that gained positive yards. More than zero for the 49ers came 12 minutes and 45 seconds in to the second or at the 1245 mark of the second quarter. Their first first down, as you mentioned, came with 1215 left in the second quarter. Their first positive run play, Sterling, the first positive run came with nine and a half left in the second quarter. And despite those numbers, which almost seem hard to believe, with an offense with this many weapons, yeah. they didn't have a positive running play until nine and a half left in the second quarter. Sterling, they still put up 42 freaking points. <laughs> they took a quarter and a half off almost, and they put up 42 points. Wow. Like just, what, what is that? That just, doesn't happen. Just taking a look back now, we're what, I don't know, an hour removed from the game actually being over. Just taking a look back. Reflecting on what just happened in front of our faces, it, it was special. I know it's a regular season game on the road. We're not the number one seed yet, and you want to, you know, still got plenty of season to go. I get that. What San Francisco's offense, like you said, they didn't play almost the entire first quarter, it felt like, and they still put up 42 points. Of the 15 minutes of the first quarter, the Downers offense had the ball for two minutes and three seconds. Six plays, negative six yards. Two minutes and three seconds. Javon <laughs> Hargrave getting game balls, coming back to Philly, saying, oh, I was here last year when Purdy got hurt. Now he's getting W's in Philly. Ooh. I mean, Mark. It's, it's wild. The first quarter, your defense is out there for 13 of the 15 minutes. Ben, don't break, baby. 13 of the 15 minutes, your offense is out there. And not like the offense got tired out at the end. Like, that's a recipe for disaster. You lose the possession battle to this Eagles team, a team that can wear you down in the trenches on both sides of the ball. It it happened in the first quarter. It went exactly how the Eagles wanted it, except they didn't get into the end zone. But the Niners bounced back. They were the fresher, more physical team late. Part of that has to do with the fact that they played on Thursday last week. They had the rest advantage against Philadelphia. But you get off to that poor of a start in the first quarter, and you look like the better, fresher, more dominant physical team the rest of the way. That says something about this team's will and their desire and, and just, frankly, their ability to do that after such a sluggish start. Today we saw why the number one seed is that, more, that much more important. We saw San Francisco get 10 days off, feel fresh. Philadelphia playing, what, 92, 95, 97 defensive snaps last week, yeah. seven days ago. We saw what the number one seed can do to a team to give them that rest in San Francisco. Albeit still number two, inching closer to number one, it means that much more to them. Yep, Eagles 10-2, and two, Niners 9-3, and three, Lions also 9-3, and three, the Cowboys now only a game behind the Eagles, and that is next week's matchup. Eagles-Cowboys, by the way, the Cowboys will have the rest advantage. They played on Thursday this week, and it'll be in Dallas. 
One more week from now, who knows? The Eagles might not even be in first place by themselves in their own division. We have that to look forward to, but we have a ton more to get to on overtime, including your calls. Give us a call, 888-957-9570, as overtime continues. It's Grandy and Sterling. More coming up next after the Niners' 42-19 win over Philly right here on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hurry pressure. Rolls over the middle. Caught by Samuel. Makes a tackle. Still on his feet. And speed now. Samuel racing to the end zone. And he dies. And he's in. Now back. To overtime with Sterling Bennett and Mark Grandy on 95.7 The Game. Yes, sir. Overtime continues here on 95.7 The Game. 42 to 19. The San Francisco 49ers knock off the Philadelphia Eagles on the road in the link in Philadelphia. You fall behind early, but you dominate quarters. Two through four, 42 to 19, the final score. That highlight you just heard, the Debo Samuel 48-yard touchdown catch, short catch, and then like a 40-yard touchdown run where he had Philadelphia Eagles bouncing off of him, and then he just outran the entire secondary 48 yards. Uh, that made it 28 to 13, 49ers. The defense would get them the ball right back. Juwan Jennings would break a tackle and Dog. get in from 18 yards out to make it 35 to 13. That was just about it. 
Debo Samuel would add in another, a 46-yard <laughs> touchdown, his third <laughs> touchdown of the game. He had a 12-yard run, a 48-yard touchdown catch, and a 46-yard touchdown catch. He was incredible. Every time the Niners needed a big play, Debo Samuel stepped up. And Debo was one of those players, Sterling, who is at his best in the biggest moments. Oh, yeah. Today certainly qualified as one of the biggest moments, and it was arguably, not, argue, not arguably, his best game of the season, one of the best games of his career. Three touchdowns, two from 40-plus yards out. He was incredible. When you go on podcasts and say that guy's trash and this guy's trash, you gotta back, you it, gotta up. back it up. And Debo said, "Oh, I want you to watch what I do." He had not one, not two, but three touchdowns on the day. Debo was snatching chains. He was breaking legs. He was running right through Philadelphia's defense, and it makes it even better. Philadelphia. Uh, Known for their cheesesteaks, more importantly known for Rocky Balboa. Shout out Sylvester Stallone at the game today. It was what? Rocky Balboa Appreciation Day. Guess what? I'm talking about Rocky Balboa. Oh. Put the Niner jersey on the Balboa statue out there in Philly. Got the YouTube chat saying Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. We're out there running around with our hands up. We ain't saying Adrian. We're saying Sirianni. How's that last feel, buddy? You can't hang. We got Brock Purdy, the MVP on our team, buddy. You got Jalen Hurts, a guy going out there being like, hey, coach, my head hurts. I can't go out there and play. Hey. And I, I ain't taking shots. I hope he's healthy. Hope plays against the Cowboys next no, week. You know, no, you're not going to joke about head no, injuries. He's fine. He came back in the game. He's fine. It's all fair in love and war, Mark. It's all fair. I can't believe he came back in the game. Kudos to him. He gutted it out. You're down 22 with, like, what, eight minutes left in the game? Yeah. I mean, and to, he come back fair, here? They have won a lot of these games like this recently. It feels like that, albeit very uh, tough to come back in this one, knowing how well San Francisco was playing. But in this one, you have to give Hurts some credit. Gutted this one out. Oh, yeah. Not he taking anything away out. from him. I, it was just over. Knowing now, if, if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, and we don't want to spend too much time on this, so we want to get to your calls. We want to focus Niners here on overtime. 888-957-9570. That's also the Comcast Business text line. And I see all of you lining up on YouTube. Phoenix Rising. Uh, uh, let's see. Rubber Toe. I see Enrique. I see name. Pierce. I see Rubber Queens. Toe. San Jose Jazz fans, shout out all you guys on YouTube. If I'm the Eagles, <laughs> and I know I have now an incredibly important divisional matchup coming up in seven days. Yeah. You need Jalen Hurts available, and he goes out with a potential head injury, and you're down three scores in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left. I'm not putting him back in the game for a second. I'm not risking oh, yeah. anything. You, There's a very real possibility the Eagles don't even win their division now, Sterling, let alone get the one seed in home field. They might be on the road to begin the playoffs. Does it feel better that, yes, San Francisco beat Seattle last week. they got to play them again in one week from today. You basically won the division last week. You inch closer to the number one seed this week. But more importantly, you now push the Philadelphia Eagles almost to the number five seed if they lose next the, week against the at Cowboys. At the very least, what you're doing is making the rest of the regular season matter to Philadelphia. And at makes, the very least. And it makes their schedule so much tougher. They have to gut these games out. They have to push harder and harder and harder. Now, again, there's plenty of season left. We're not getting ahead of ourselves. But what it does is, while San Francisco is going to fight their way as well, it makes getting that number one seed so much more coveted. 
And what it also does is, as a YouTube chat, it's going at you for your Oregon Ducks loss last night. Yeah, okay, Pierce, <laughs> Pierce and San Jose Jazz fan, I will get to it eventually. We're not doing it right now, okay? You don't got to bring up my bad Friday night, okay? We're, we're forgetting about that. We're talking about the Niners' dominant win, 42-19, over the Philadelphia Eagles. That's the only football game I cared about this weekend, okay? So, Pierce, San Jose Jazz fan, give me a break, all right? We're talking Niners. I did want to walk in and say, Mark! Go Ducks, and I was like, I don't want to be too mean to you, but this game, when you can push Philadelphia and make their schedule harder for them, the fact that you can be in two weeks' time the number one seed at knowing you already beat Dallas 42-10, to knowing that by any chance you have to play Philadelphia again, it might be at your place in front of your fans. They're going to want payback, but you know you're going to be even arrested for that one, too. Well, and the other thing, the Niners are an incredibly confident team, and I think even if they were to lose today and they have to go back to Philadelphia, they're still going to be confident they can win that game. No fear. But in the chance that you still don't get the one seed and you have to go back to Philadelphia in the playoffs... This, this puts you on a different level yeah. confidence-wise. You did this to this Philadelphia team, 42-19. to 19. <laughs> Now, you obviously don't want to have to go back to Philadelphia course, in the NFC course. Championship game. But if you do, having this to kind of fall back on Sterling, uh, I think it, it means something if that matchup does come to pass once again. Of course, you, I think you'd rather hope to not play them again than if you do play them in Santa Clara. But if there is another rematch, in Philadelphia, you do have this game and this experience to rely on and fall back on, and that could mean something come January. This one right here, biggest win of the year by far, obviously, but I think this one meant more than everything, not just because you need it for your, your conference standing, not because you need it uh, to, to go up and win another game in your, in your division. This game carried over all of the frustration, the hate, the anger between the fans, the players, the teams, the coaching staff, what could have been, what should have been last year, all of that pent-up frustration, all of that trash talk. San Francisco came out on the field today and said, we are going to take all of that out on the Philadelphia Eagles. They wanted to pound them into the dirt. They wanted to string an eagle up and pluck every single feather off of it while it's alive to make it feel pain. And let me tell you, Mark, San Francisco did just that today. Brandon Ayuk was a great in separation. Chris McCaffrey getting almost six yards, five and a half yards a pop on the ground against what is supposed to be. They got Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter out there crying because, Coach, we can't stop them. They're just too damn good. What are they going to do, Coach? What are they going to do? They got Debo running through suckers out there in Philadelphia. George Kittle dropping the first down line every single time he gets the ball. This team carried over everything, the bitterness of last year, into this game today. I was... Incredibly impressed by the poise of Brock Purdy, and it's not something that necessarily caught me off guard because he's shown it time and time again, Sterling. I mean, you remember what he was asked earlier this week leading up to the game. And what does it feel like to go back to the, you know, the, the scene of the crime where you got injured <laughs> right. last year, right? Like where you tore your UCL, the, the ligament in your elbow that took a long time the entire offseason to recover from. Like, are you going to? Take a moment pregame to kind of soak it all in and realize, wow, I've, I've come so far from, from that disappointing moment and that injury and that tough loss in the NFC Championship game as a rookie, mind you. And he was just like, I mean, no, like, not really. Do you believe that, though? Yeah, I believe that. So he didn't care? 
I don't think he cares. He's, I got a job to do. I got to go out there and win a football game. I, I'm not thinking about that mm-hmm. stuff. Now, it doesn't mean that he didn't have a little extra motivation. Okay. But the fact that Brock Purdy, a second-year guy who now has just surpassed playing a full season's worth of games and starts, is able to have that kind of mindset, or at the very least, just outwardly project that. Who knows how he actually feels. But for him to feel that way or say that's the way he's thinking coming into this game, a huge game, the game that both franchises and the entire league has had circled on their calendars since the schedule came out. Yeah. And for him to be that calm coming into it and then to put up 314 yards and four touchdowns to not turn the ball over a single time to throw clutch third down throw after clutch third down throw to, to do it in the face of pressure from the Eagles defensive line, which was Good against the Niners' offensive line in the first half specifically. It was not easy on Purdy. He was facing a lot of pressure early. For him to be that calm, under pressure, that poised, and to make just big throw after big throw, I was incredibly impressed by Brock Purdy. Obviously, the numbers are great. 314 and four touchdowns did not turn the ball over once. Maybe only one turnover-worthy throw, one that, that could have maybe been a turnover Ayuk, I think, got his hand on him and knocked it away to make it an incomplete pass. Maybe more so than the numbers, Sterling. I'm just impressed by the poise of Brock Purdy. It is so rare to have that kind of mindset in a game like this from a guy that young. Brock Purdy passed every single test, physical and mental, today. And dare I say, this game might hinge or be the turning point of the MVP conversation. Now, I know that's a much bigger conversation to have, but he outplayed Jalen Hurts today. Who was the MVP favorite coming into the game. And it wasn't close. Brock Purdy, 19 for 27, 314 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, only sacked twice against Hassan Reddick and, and, and Sweat and Carter and Davis and Fletcher Cox, who pushed to, to play in this game. Whereas Jalen Hurts needed 45 passing attempts, playing from behind outside of the first quarter when that's the only time Philadelphia had the lead in this game and it was only by one score six points Brock Purdy outplayed the MVP favorite in his own home you as of as a competitor as a player should not let that happen Jalen Hurts he's a great person he's a great player what Brock Purdy did today to take it to that defense at that place, the link, in front of your own fans, I would feel hurt, disrespected. I would be so angry if I was the Eagles that we let Brock Purdy come into our place and do this to us, to upstage our MVP caliber contender, our MVP favorite, because Brock Purdy right now, if he wasn't, needs to be number one or number two in that conversation. Yeah, I mean, you could you do this to that team, that opposing quarterback there's there's no way that your odds aren't going to take a major jump and i think probably before we do sign off tonight we'll have a look at some updated mvp odds i'm sure they have been adjusted at a number of books we'll try to do some digging and get that to you before we do sign off tonight here on overtime but for now let's go back to the phone lines we got a few of you hanging out on hold we want to hear from all of you here on overtime on 95.7 the game so give us a call 
888-957-9570. But again, we got a rule today on overtime. You got to bring energy equal to the energy the Niners brought to Philadelphia. It's a high bar to clear. I know 42 to 19 was the final score, but that's our challenge to our listeners today here on overtime on 95.7. The game up next is Juanito in the city. What's up, Juanito? You're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling. How you doing today? Yo, yo, I'm doing amazing right now. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say respect it or accept it because you ain't going to check it. The Niners are the number one team in the NFL yes. after this win, this statement win right now. Um, and I got to just speak on the trenches. Uh, there was someone on the Phillies defensive line that was talking about, you know, hey, let's talk about the trenches. We're talking, spe- uh, you know, skill set and all of this. But I think it might have been Brandon Graham or Javon Hargrave. But what about the running today? They 5.2 yards of carry, just dominated in the trenches. They didn't let Jalen Hurts get settled in there. He was always on the run and just pure domination. Um, and then also got to speak on Traverius Ward just shutting down. You know, I mean, uh, A.J. Brown had his, his catches, but, um, you know, four passive defenses and uh, just did a great job. But, but big, big kudos to the D-line. Um, let's not also forget... Um, uh, two sacks by, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting his name right now. I'm a little tipsy. I had a, a top <laughs> right now. That's awesome. Uh, the sacks were, uh, Javon Kinlaw, by the way. One, oh. one of, two sacks for Javon Kinlaw. One of them was, was because Jalen Hurts took forever to throw the ball, then tried to run away from Kinlaw and kind of tripped over himself and fell. Uh, and Kinlaw just tapped him down, so he gets credit for a sack there. But he did have one other. Wow. So kudos to Javon Kinlaw. Like, also, like Squirrel and Bird, I guess. Yeah, also, Kalia Davis, as you shouted out Let's there go. at the tail end, got a sack. Niners had three sacks, uh, and none from who you would expect, really. Nick Bosa oh, did sure. not have one. Chase Young did not have one. Javon Hargrave, in his return to Philadelphia, did not have one. Uh, but our caller there, Juanito, brought up a good point. All the talk leading up to this game, I know you want to spend a little bit of time, Sterling, talking about the trenches, because there was an awful lot of chirping going on between these two teams, specifically about the trenches. Let me send a message to uh, rookie Jalen Carter out there. You want to talk about, oh, well, they got Christian McCaffrey, and they have all these weapons, but let's talk about the trenches. Let's talk about the trenches, Jalen, before you were crying <laughs> out there on the sideline, Coach, what do we do? We can't get to Brock Purdy. You only had two sacks today, my friend. Two sacks as a team. You didn't do nothing. Let me see your stats, Carter. Oh, and you, my friend, had zero on the entire game. You want to talk bad about Aaron Banks and Brendel and Burford. You didn't do nothing against the, uh, what's the nickname again? What's the nickname? What? Oh, oh, God. Oh. The law firm? Is that what it is? Banks, Brendel, and Burford? <laughs> Come on, Randy. You got to pick me up, man. I was falling there for a second. You did nothing against the law firm, man. You want to come in and talk all that mess of they have all these stars, but let's talk about trenches. Let's talk about trenches, Jalen. You didn't do nothing against the trenches today. You want to know who else didn't do anything in the trenches? Tell On me. the opposite side of the trenches is the Philadelphia run game. Ooh. 18 carries for 46 yards. <laughs> 2.6 yards per carry. You compare that to what the Niners did on the ground, Sterling? As, as our caller mentioned, 5.2 yards Man. per carry for the Niners, 28 carries, 146 yards on the ground. You had two rushing touchdowns. Philadelphia's only rushing touchdown was a Jalen Hurts tush push from a yard out after they didn't get it on the first one saw, from like three yards out. We saw two of those today. Yeah, right? back-to-back three, plays. Three. I think two it was Hurts and, and I think Mariota had one. Oh, yeah, I guess you only call that. Only three yeah. to, to, to that point there. 
what San Francisco was able to do for like the entire game to keep Philadelphia at three and eight, aside and from three the first and quarter. six, right? But <laughs> three and nines, three and eights, three and sevens. They almost took away the tush push. The Philadelphia Eagles in this game on offense, they ran a total of sixty nine plays, Lowell, and they only had three tush pushes. Three. It felt like every other game we've watched, they've ran about 10 of those things. San Francisco took away the tush push in this game. Yeah, the tush push has been so successful that it's basically become for Philadelphia, like, it's no longer first and 10. You're starting at first and eight. Because if you get to eight yards, you, you get within two yards of the first down, they can tush push and get it. Yeah. Like, 90-plus percent of the time. And obviously the Niners know that. It's something that Steve Wolf talked about all week. He said the way to combat the tush push when you get into the position when the tush push is happening, it's really, really, really hard to stop. So what you have to do to stop the tush push is not let them run the tush push. And how do you do that? You win on first and second down. And the Niners were not doing that in the first quarter, but they consistently won on first and second down in the second quarter, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. They kept Philadelphia behind the sticks. And Sterling, I think the vast majority of that credit, we just spent a lot of time talking about the trenches. And obviously the Niners were not bad in the trenches. Specifically, I'm talking about the defensive line. But the secondary, Sterling, they were incredible. Some big gains early. A.J. Brown had that third down conversion on the slant that went for like 40 yards to set them up. <laughs> yeah. And that was on the first drive, like the third play of the game, I think, I was, was that saying, slant. Oh, no. A little worried there at that moment. <laughs> yeah. But were there any completions deep down the field over the head of the Niners' corners or safeties? I don't think so. The Niners' secondary was incredible today against a great duo, a great yeah. duo wide receiver. A.J. Brown, one of, the best. one of the hardest receivers to defend. He's like a taller Debo Samuel. Yeah. Like, he's incredible. And then Devontae Smith is as quick and athletic and fast and a great route runner. One of the best in the entire NFL. That duo is so hard to defend. And again, after that first drive where there were some mishaps, the secondary played a perfect football game. They didn't come up with a turnover. They didn't intercept Jalen Hurts. But they did not allow anything over their heads. They were great, great in this game. You pair that with the Eagles not doing anything in the run game, and that's why they only scored 19 points. The secondary, I think, uh, the, the best unit on the field for the 49ers, at least on the defensive side of the football today. How many coverage sacks or, or just... Oh, it was like all of them. All the sacks for the coverage sacks. Right, or, or, or just plays in general where it felt like that they were giving the defensive line time to yeah. get home. Yep. Where Ambry Thomas has been maybe a found gem, but what they've been able to do, Steve Wilkes, Mooney Ward playing a massive uh, or having an impact role on getting him back on the field... When you go out there and you sign Isaiah Oliver thinking he's going to be your nickelback and you don't play well and you got to bench him, you get some speed back out there. Thomas is playing with confidence, and you match that with Lenore laying wood on DeAndre Swift, knocking him out. That was almost the – that encompassed the entire game there. San Francisco's defense smacking the you-know-what – out of a Philadelphia offensive player. This may have been Jalen Hurts' second worst game of the entire season outside of that Jets game. They scored their second lowest amount of points at 19, their first being 14 against the Jets earlier this year and their only other loss of the year. In that game, Hurts had three interceptions, had none today, but they almost made the Philadelphia offense ineffective. And when you tell me an offense that had Jalen Hurts, MVP caliber player, A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the entire league, Devontae Smith, a top 
15 top 20 receiver uh, to his credit as well. And DeAndre Swift, who's having a great year. Oh, fantastic. Year. This marks the second or the fourth time this year San Francisco has held a top five rusher at the time under 60 yards. He only had 13 today. They took away what Philia. Philadelphia likes to do, run the football, be aggressive on the ground, and beat you deep. Philadelphia had no success doing any of that today. Yep. A-plus. A-plus for the Niners' defensive secondary. They were great across the board, and we spent a couple of uh, a couple of segments talking about Jair Brown after the Talanoa Hufanga injury a couple of weeks ago. missed that first tackle against A.J. Brown. <laughs> there were some mistakes on the first couple of drives by yeah. the defense, but since then they were fantastic, and the fact that Jair Brown has not been a mainstay on the broadcast, if you're watching on yep. Fox... It means he's not making mistakes. He was very good once again. The rookie is stepping up for the Niners. All right, let's go back to the phones here. A couple of minutes left in this segment. We'll take a break. We'll get to all your calls coming up on the other side. But we'll sneak in Tom in Iowa here on Overtime at the moment. It's Grandy and Sterling here on 95.7 The Game. Tom, what's up? Oh, how you feeling after that dominant Niners win, Tom? I I feel great. Yes. Bang, bang, 49er game. Okay, Tom. Uh, you had us in the first half, Tom, and you blew it in second. <laughs> I like the energy, Tom, but you, a little too much. You can't, you can't use that magic word. He was talking you, you like get the, the boot. You, Drake Greenlaw, you're out of here. Kind of like the Bills last week. You good in the first half, second half, not so much. <laughs> Man. Hey, I, maybe, maybe that's the risk I run asking for all this energy. <laughs> maybe something we just have to deal with today. PSA, uh, if you're going to come on, bring the heat. But just don't curse. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah. It's not that hard. We We... We don't do it in here, and I'm I'm going crazy. Yeah, you might at some point. <laughs> John, get the dump button ready. Behind the glass, John. Yeah, just <laughs> keep your finger hovering over that dump button, because Sterling might let one fly here coming up in a little bit. All right, we got to hit a break here on Overtime. When we come back, we'll get to all your calls. Mike, I see you. Thurman, Mitch, you're coming up on the other side. If you want to get in line, give us a call, 888-957-9570. But again, we want to hear your energy after this Niners win, a dominant win, the biggest win in the NFL this season, 42-19. to How does it make you feel? Niner faithful, your first place in the NFC West, and now you're only a game out of the one seed in the NFC. How fired up are you? Brock Purdy was great. Debo Samuel was great. Christian McCaffrey was great. The defense locked up Philadelphia. How does this make you feel? 888 888- 957-9570. Also on the other side, I've got a stat that will blow your mind. It's coming up on the other side. It's Grandy and Sterling on Overtime on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.